This is the Living in Fierce Alignment podcast, your go-to place for mindset transformation, self-empowerment, and personal development. I'm your host, Kayla. I'm a mindset coach for ambitious human beings who are wildly passionate about up-leveling themselves so that they can live a limitless life with ease. I'm here to show you how to create the life of your dreams and powerfully step into your full potential, and of course, live fiercely. So let's get started. Welcome to and also welcome back to the Living in Fierce Alignment podcast channel. I'm really excited to have you here today and today's conversation is going to be something pretty important to say the least and I'm going to be talking about integrity and I'm also going to be talking about racism and discrimination. So this is the first time that I've ever talked about this solo on my channel. I've definitely had quite a few conversations with people where we've conversed back and forth about racism, but I decided that today I wanted to come and teach about integrity and how I know that this can actually be the answer to shifting and dismantling racism and discrimination against people in the world. And I was inspired, unfortunately, by this to uh, record this episode because I witnessed someone, a very well-known author, Rachel Hollis, be called out on Instagram, social media, for being racist and discriminating, and it just completely escalated and blew up, rightfully so. Her posts on her Instagram had about 20,000 comments, and things just escalated from there. And so I was just reading through, I'm, I'm not someone who's going to comment and get into it, but I'm Somebody's going to read and analyze and learn and then choose to do differently. And this is what pushed me to want to record this episode because I think that if she ever chose to listen to this or any other person who has been racist chooses to listen to this, that it's actually going to give you some very clear tools on how you can handle being called out and and shift your behavior. And this includes me because 100 freaking percent as a privileged white woman, I have been racist in my life and this is going to be a continuous journey to be inclusive, especially as a coach who's committed to making a difference for as many people as I can in the world. So with that being said, welcome to the intro of this podcast episode. And what, I, what I'm going to be doing is I'm going to talk about integrity first, and then I'm going to explain and show you metaphorically what racism is and how we can address it. And I'm using this metaphor because it is easier for the human mind to be able to associate and disassociate and learn metaphorically instead of just making things so personal because this is ultimately what causes defense and this conversation isn't about having anyone be defensive. It's about fucking learning. So with that being said, integrity is something that I learned about about seven years ago from a personal development program called the Landmark Forum through a personal development company called Landmark Worldwide. It is world known, this this program and these courses, and some people love them, some people do not like them. Whatever floats your boat is cool. I've taken a lot from these programs and really brought it into my coaching because it helped me. So the biggest thing that I learned from this program is integrity and what I see on the internet is a lot of different interpretations of what integrity is and I'm biased to completely acknowledge the way that I've learned it and how I teach it 
to be something that is empowering and simple. And it takes out the drama and morality and stories because that's not what integrity is. Integrity is not getting a shiny sticker or a check mark for doing, quote, the right thing. That's not what integrity is. That's not what I'm here to talk about today. So what integrity is, how I learned it, is that integrity is a state of being whole and complete. And it has nothing to do with stories or morality. And what I mean by it doesn't have to do with stories and morality is that it's not about good versus bad or, you know, your view of the situation over someone else's view and who's right and who's wrong. It has nothing to do with that. It literally has to do with the state of something being whole and complete. So the way that I teach this is integrity is metaphorically like the wheel of a bike that has spokes on it, right? So you're riding this bike, it's got the spokes on it. And if a spoke is broken, the integrity of the entire wheel is compromised. Speaking from the perspective of you're only as strong as the weakest link, okay? So this is literally a metaphor. If you look at the world and you look at humanity, it is a lack of integrity that we have racism and discrimination against any human being. Because as a collective on this earth together, anything and everything that we could ever want or have is already exi- it already exists. It's on this planet. The lack of integrity is that it's not accessible to everyone. And this is why people continue to fight and point out the discriminations and the racism and just the oppression that people experience because it is literally a lack of integrity. There are, dare I say, spokes in the bike that represent certain ethnicities, certain religions, certain countries, certain sexes or genders, and they're being discriminated against and it is it is breaking down the integrity and the strength of the wheel so when people are fighting for equality and inclusivity and diversity and justice it is because the way that we are living in this world right now is not working it's a lack of integrity and so what's really important when it comes to integrity is that integrity is honoring your word and also keeping an empowering context. So if you consider in those moments where something racist was said or someone was discriminated against, it is not honoring the fact, the commitment that every human being has a birthright to live an abundant life and have access to what it is that they want. So that's why it's so important to be integral and honor honor your word and your commitment. And so everyone will have different commitments but ultimately there really is no reason except for the current issue of racism and discrimination that somebody should not have access to what it is that they want so this is why i wanted to bring in integrity because if people can understand this from a place that doesn't involve morality or let's say someone's being racist and they're talking about their feelings and how bad they feel that's just additional shit on top of what actually needs to be addressed so What I really want people to get is the importance of taking out morality when it comes to integrity because it's irrelevant. If you look at the 
the utmost commitment to humanity. Getting to, dare I say, and I know it's so fucking cliche, getting to live their best life and having access to what it is that they want. Anything less than that is a lack of integrity and it's a broken commitment. And if we start to say, oh, it's bad or it's wrong or it's this, then we just add this additional emotional charge. And I'm not saying that it's not valid to have those feelings about you know, being out of integrity or experiencing racism or discrimination. That's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is that when we get called out for being racist and then we make it about our feelings and about being a good person and how hard we've worked, we're completely missing the fucking point. So the thing is, when it comes to integrity, you're either in integrity or you're not, right? When it comes to being racist or discriminating you either are anti-racist or you're racist it's very black and white and this is why integrity works with this kind of conversation because it's very black and white you deal with the facts it's not oh yesterday i was anti-racist and today i'm not that's not what this conversation is about and so when we as human beings like i'm talking about this wheel on top of the planet with these spokes and if the spokes are broken or damaged or whatever it is it compromises the integrity of the wheel which therefore metaphorically expresses the lack of integrity as a collective as a human race the way that we restore integrity is each of us honoring our own word our own commitments and being responsible for our own integrity and this collectively is what will strengthen the wheel and restore the integrity of the collective so that human beings can stop being discriminated against and actually be empowered in their life and have access to what it is that they want. One of the really important things about integrity is that it's not a one-time deal. It's actually an ongoing process because as we are living, we are continually experiencing situations in our life where we're going to have commitments and things that commitments that get broken or words that are dishonored. And so it's up to us to take responsibility and restore that integrity. And ultimately, as we continue to grow in our lives and, you know, achieve more success or receive more privilege or responsibility integrity also expands with that so it's not something that you just do once like it's something that you will experience over and over and over again and and so this is why i'm having this conversation with you and also why i'm going to talk about next how you restore integrity and why restoring integrity and acknowledging the commitments and honoring your word and also maintaining an empowering context that's the other thing about integrity is maintaining an empowering context so if you think about racism and discrimination that is not an empowering context so right away it's a lack of integrity so the way that we restore integrity is that it will allow us individually and collectively to realign with what is the highest good for all and Restoring integrity is not just about apologizing because apologizing, like I mentioned earlier, has to do with morality and integrity is not morality. It's not good or bad. It's not right or wrong. So when we just apologize, you know, what that does is that it declares that something is right and something is wrong and it is actually disempowering. And so restoring integrity, what that looks like is actually acknowledging the commitment 
acknowledging what happened or didn't happen and recommitting to what actually works. There's no good or bad or right or wrong, or I'm such a terrible person, or I shouldn't have done that, and you're just so great, and you deserve so much better. Like, this is just a facade of shit that is not actually getting to the root issue. So, if, for example, I'm going to get into this metaphor soon, but if I was called out for being racist, then it's my responsibility to know my commitment, especially as a coach, is to be inclusive and to be aware of the language that I use when I speak and when I coach and when I write content and how I show up and being accessible. Those are my commitments. So if somebody calls me out for not being inclusive or for being racist, I'm not going to say, oh my God, I'm such a bad coach. Like, I can't believe I did that. I'm so sorry for the harm that I caused you. That is just dripping immorality. Restoring integrity would look like me saying, okay, my commitment is that I am accessible. I am educating myself. I am showing up as someone who empowers all walks of life and is not biased or racist. And I didn't do that. I said or did X, Y, and Z. The other thing to do, so I'm acknowledging the commitment. The next thing is getting the impact. So sometimes getting the impact, there's going to be an impact on me. There's also going to be an impact on whoever is experiencing whatever it is that I did or didn't do. And so that is literally the opportunity to give that person or that situation a voice. What was the impact on you? Okay, that person might say something like, I was discriminated against. I'm exhausted from having to educate people about why they're being racist. I'm... I feel small, I feel unworthy, I feel like this is this struggle of having a voice and being respected as a fucking human being is never going to happen. So getting the impact and acknowledging that and absorbing that and taking responsibility for that. Like me, if, if someone was giving me that feedback as a coach because I fucked up, I'm going to listen I'm not going to justify myself. Well, it wasn't my intention. I didn't mean to write that post or I didn't mean to say that in my stories or in my podcast episode. No, this has nothing to do with me. So getting the impact, hearing them or the situation, whatever's being said, hearing them, allowing space for it, respecting that, honoring it, creating space for an empowering context literally the process of restoring integrity and the next part is recommitting i'm committed to educating myself and learning more about my privilege so that when i share it doesn't cause x y and z harm or trauma or so on recommitting what is my commitment realigning myself with that what actions can i take to realign with that how can i be to realign with that What can I do to take responsibility for what it is that I did or didn't do? This entire example that I'm giving right now, there's no stories. There's no morality. It's literally just the facts. It's getting the impact. It's me honoring my word. And it's me committing to holding an empowering context 
for myself, for example, as a coach, and that person on the receiving end of me oppressing them or causing harm or trauma or triggering them or whatever it is that I did. And doing this completely just eliminates the drama. And when I say drama, I just mean like the things that I see on the internet of like Instagram feeds, like blowing up and posts and things of people just trying to white splain to that person what they did wrong. And it really does take a deep level of awareness and willingness to admit to the mistakes, eat it up and take responsibility for it. But this is literally how you restore integrity. And I wanted to share this because if people handled discrimination and racism and these serious worldwide issues in this way, we would literally speed up the process to healing the collective and creating space for people to live a life where they feel safe in their neighborhoods or where they feel like they can make the money that they want to make or have access to the healthcare or be able to travel or start that business or hire help or whatever it is. So I just really wanted to explain what integrity is and how this can be applied to when you're being racist or being called out. And it doesn't have to be something that is significant. It's just something that is actually, ironically, being called out for being racist is actually a privilege in itself because you're essentially being handed an opportunity to restore the healing and the integrity of the collective. Get your head around that. Being called out is a fucking privilege to do better, to make a difference, to take responsibility, to empower oneself and another or even a community or a country or whatever it is. It's literally a fucking privilege to be called out and we act like it's a bad thing when, again, that is a gray area, but in this conversation, I'm not talking about morality. So... Now that I've spent the last 18 minutes talking about integrity, I want to just give a metaphor of what I'm talking about in action. So what I want you to imagine is someone, actually me, I'm just going to use myself, okay? I'm riding a bike down a pathway and I'm obviously the woman riding the bike, a white woman with privilege and my bike is privilege and there is a pedestrian. And what happens is I accidentally or intentionally run over their foot. That specific moment of running over their foot is the act of discrimination, discrimination, racism, whatever it is. So this is how ridiculous things get on the internet or just in life. I run over this pedestrian's foot and they're left looking at me saying, Kayla, you just ran over my foot. And I'm going to look at them and say, well, I didn't mean to. That wasn't my intention. And, you know, I worked really hard for this bike. Like, I didn't have this handed to me. I spent my entire life working hard, going to school, taking on debt, learning how to build these pieces so that I could put them together and ride this bike. Like, it just wasn't my intention to do that. Like, I'm sorry. That's typically how people handle being called out for being racist. 
But if you think about it, why the fuck should that pedestrian be telling me, the person on the bike, what I did to them? That's not their job. This is why people of color are so fucking exhausted because it's not their job to say, hey, you just ran over my foot or you just broke my leg or you just swerved, almost hit me, you didn't actually hit me, but you still cause mental, emotional, spiritual trauma. And I'm just going to talk about my fucking bike and how I worked so hard for it. So this is, I was trying to think of a really good metaphor and I thought this just makes, this just makes so much sense. And, you know, what people do on the internet is they're going to say that they're going to start talking about their bike and then they're going to, they're going to talk about how, you know, you know, me and my cycling team, like they told me the route that I needed to take on this, on this path. Like we've done this a million times and they told me how to ride down, down this sidewalk or this cycle path. And here I am, like, I didn't mean to run into you. Like, that's not my fault. They, this is the direction that they told me to go in. So then here we go. We start deflecting responsibility on our team rather than restoring integrity ourselves. which that entire description is an example of enabling a disempowering context and not restoring integrity because I'm telling a story and I'm also bringing in morality. Oh, well, they told me to do this. They're wrong and I'm right. I didn't actually do anything wrong. It was them. Go figure why approaching a situation like this doesn't work. So not only that, imagine, you know, this person, me, riding the bike, cruising along down this pedestrian walkway or path, whatever you want to call it, and I run over this person's foot, and they're being left to explain to me how I ran over their foot, and I'm telling them the story and justifying, and, or here's another example, I run over their foot, and I just start crying. Like, oh my God, I'm so sorry. I'm such a bad person. I feel so bad, like sitting on my bike, snotting and crying all over the place and just apologizing over and over again. Where if I'm on my bike crying and snotting all over the place, the intention, the attention is not on the fact that I just ran over their foot. It's on me being upset about what I did. This is another reason why people call out other people from being racist and just making it about their feelings because they're not actually dealing with the situation that's not me dealing with the fact that I just ran over someone's foot it's me expressing my emotions and feeling bad and you know what they call white fragility so that's another example of how people can show up and they don't restore integrity now if you want an example of restoring integrity and what that looks like when it actually has a global impact on healing the collective it would be like me riding down the street the bike path whatever I run over this person's foot and I acknowledge the fact that I ran over their foot I just ran over your foot what was that like for you hearing them out getting the impact Ultimately, my commitment on that bike path is to mind my own business and ride my bike. But the thing is, I created an impact on someone, something else, hearing them out. What was that like for you? Okay, I acknowledge that I ran over your foot and that absolutely felt like shit. And you've been dealing with this your entire life. Your ancestors, decades, centuries going back, you've been dealing with this 
and here I am running over your foot again. My commitment is that there's space for any pedestrian who wishes to walk on this path. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to ride back home as fast as I can on my red shiny bike and I'm going to tell my cycling team that we need to go and change the way that we ride down this path so that we're not hitting pedestrians who have a right to also be on this pathway. And I'm going to go and talk to the construction workers and we're actually going to have a conversation about building a bus route coming up the street with some lamps and shelters on the side so that yourself and everyone can ride a bus who doesn't have access to a bike so that you don't have to worry about getting hit by a bike, a scooter, skateboard, right? So here I am on my bike using my bicycle, aka privilege, to go and make a difference. I'm going to go and communicate with my cycling team. Hey, we cannot ride down this path anymore. This is how we're changing things. Having that conversation with the construction of the neighborhood. Hey, we're going to add a bus route. We're going to add this and this. Let's add a freaking crosswalk so that actually the pedestrians on this side of the street can actually enjoy this big, beautiful, lovely park that we have on the other side. And then what happens is because I'm actually using my fucking little bicycle to ride around and have conversations and be responsible for myself and also my community, we actually create a, an inclusive environment and community where actually everyone can benefit, be safe, have accessibility. That's what it looks like restoring integrity. I owned up to the fact that I ran over that person's foot. They had an entire community behind them, backing them up, and I restored integrity, took responsibility for myself. Not only did I, did I do that, I went back and I told my team, my family, my whoever, community. And then we, we took all of our little bicycles, rode around town, and decided to cause a change that would actually benefit and be inclusive to everyone. So I really hope that you get that metaphor and the importance of restoring integrity because it's completely underestimated. It's something that I don't think a lot of people understand. And the way that I was sharing had nothing to do with morality or stories. It was just being responsible and taking ownership that I fucked up and I ran over someone's foot and who knows the damage that that would have caused. Yes, in the moment, it ran over their foot. What if I broke it? How are they going to take care of their family? How are they going to take care of their health? How are they going to work? How are they going to walk home? Right? So we completely underestimate the power of our words and our actions. And when we brush things off and we make things about us and we cry about it and we just feel bad and it just doesn't actually contribute or make a difference to the situation. And this is like such a deep level of unlearning that needs to happen in society and with the world, but it's something that is such an opportunity to make such a huge fucking impact. And I really believe. Another thing that I wanted to share was that one of the things that Rachel Hollis said on her TikTok or her Instagram video was how, 
you know, she's going off about how hard she works and how she gets up at 4 a.m. and she has a cleaner who cleans her toilets. That's literally how she referred to this person, which is a problem in itself. And it would be like me in this situation. I run over this person's foot and I proceed to tell them how hard I work to get this bike. You know, I get up at 4 a.m. and my family, they all have bikes too. And sometimes we ride tandem and I have a bike cleaner that cleans the tires of my bike. Like, I work so hard for this. You see how just that is creating a divide. That is creating a divide. And even the comment that she made about wanting to be unrelatable. Wanting to be unrelatable is like another way of saying that I used to be like that and now I'm not. As if there's something wrong with it when there isn't. That's not inclusive. This is why that's a problem. So just really consider like inclusivity and really understanding that is going to take unlearning and it's going to take fucking up and learning from it and learning from other people's mistakes and restoring integrity and each of us has to be responsible for that because collectively that is what will make a shift and change and impact and it's not something that's just done once it's a continuous journey that will keep expanding and it's a fucking privilege to restore integrity and not be the one receiving, you know, the racism and discrimination against or oppression or trauma or abuse or whatever it is. It's literally a privilege to restore integrity in, this, in these situations. So I hope that this episode really sheds some light on ways that racism and discrimination can be handled and really I cannot emphasize enough when we take out morality and good right and wrong and bad and so on and we just deal with the facts and we actually focus on the commitments this whole experience can be a lot more simple and I decided to record this episode because I am a privileged white woman and like I said there has been times when I've been racist and I'm sure it will happen again and now you know how I will handle the situation because I've just shared it with you and I've just taught you what you can do as well. So I'm open to feedback, you know, listening to this episode or you sharing this if this made a difference for you. I think it's really important to get this message out there because I don't hear people talking about integrity or racism in this way and I think that it just makes it a lot easier to handle as we continue to do better as a collective because ultimately that is what the commitment is so i just want to thank you for taking the time to listen today and if you can let me know if you listen to this tag me on social media kayla g if you have any comments any feedback i'm 100 percent open to it so thanks again for listening and i'll chat with you in the next episode